Hey, hey, welcome. Hello. Woohoo! Oh my word. He's in control of the buttons, not me. Hi, and welcome to Dive Deeper with my name is Lori. And I am Billy. Mm-hmm. And uh, we are putting together a podcast on October the well for the weekend of October the 29th. Oh. So Yeah, I was looking at the wrong notes already. It is just a couple days. How's everybody doing? Before Halloween. Yes. It's so cold. It is. It got cold quick, didn't it? You gotta love Michigan. And I do love Michigan. I really do. You just have your days. I love it on sunny, beautiful blue sky days in Michigan. (laughs) Overlooking the lake. So she's a big fan of May through September. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. Oh, but All right. We are still in a series called Greater Things. And uh, so we yesterday started jumping into you, Okay, so here, first five. of all, first of all, the notes that I received yesterday, my little yeah. note page. Yeah. And that's why I was confused when I just signed on with the date. Because at the top of my notes, it says October the 22nd. <laughs> so I'm assuming that has your e- fingerprints all over that. Oh, man. Yeah. Ah, it see? Sure does. I People just pay attention to the details, Bill. Kept the date from last, last week. week. So oh, that's well. why you were playing games with me just a minute ago. Because I'm thinking, what? No, it says October the 22nd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that was, uh, that was, uh, uh-huh. that's on me. Okay, there you go. So. Say that again. That is on somebody. <laughs> we'll get to the bottom of this. <laughs> All right. So this is week four. Are we, no, yeah. No, we're in this week five. This is week five. five. Yeah. And so is Still this got the end? a couple more to go. You're kidding. No, no. We're, uh, wow. we're rolling this through. Uh, actually, by the time we get done with this, um, we will. The next message will be kicking off Christmas. So we're kind of going oh. through November on this, through so the anniversary think, Sunday. Do you think that that like this is sinking in? What do you think? To all of us who've been here for like week after week, or is it just like another series? Like, are they, are we getting it? I think that remains to be seen for, for at least our people until we kind of roll through this whole campaign and just see where where our faith is and that kind of thing because mm-hmm. um, every and and it wasn't really intended for every week to be about our faith yeah i mean we were gonna i was really planning on like building on faith this for a week couple of really weeks really wasn't but, about faith um or was it well in a certain extent i mean this is about this this is about giving it away. This is about um, having the faith to give it away. Having enough faith to bring to Jesus what you have, and then having enough faith to give away what He gives back. Okay, so it started off with Matthew fourteen, where Jesus feeds the five thousand. Yep. And you also started with the picture of nine years ago. We were at Parkside Gardens. Yeah, first Sunday. Can you believe that? Yeah, nine. Remember? That's almost a decade. It really is. All the setup and everything like that each <laughs> that Sunday. That is how much older we are. Yeah. That's yeah. And it unreal. was quite a few years before we ever, you know, decided to. I just move noticed from that even in my notes yesterday, I wrote 1022. Don't play games <laughs> with me. 
I cannot. I cannot even. That is how. Like I'm just change so out that of it to right 10, now. 29. Okay, so yeah, Parkside Gardens, of course, was the location, the, our temporary location after we sold the sold our first building, church building. <laughs> well, my, I believe my uh, we're just really Monday night up. football. I don't know if doing Monday podcasts are the best thing for either one of us. Forgot to turn the ringer off on my phone. So there you go. All Anyways. right. Anyway, so Parkside Gardens was where we were temporarily. Yeah, four years. And we and we started with that was because we did not have this current building. No. Wasn't so even on we the radar. literally were just kind of like in the waiting process. Like we definitely know that it was time for us. The Lord availed the opportunity for the building to sell. Yep. And then Parkside yep. Gardens was basically open offered to us. Yep. And graciously we. Yeah. No, were and it waiting. was gracious. I mean, it was all good. It was all God, and it was all gracious, even by you know. Our city and and uh, and Crystal Gardens because they were running that at that time and thank and, you, um, Roger. So um, so yeah, it was it was very gracious because we had I hear these horror stories of people have to get up at like five five thirty in the morning to go set up. Well, we had a built-in advantage in that they allowed a stage in there, so we didn't have to put a stage up. Yeah, they allowed our screen in there with our video equipment and. And most weekends, they would set the chairs up. They'd already be up, ready to And go. we have to say so. the city of Southgate allowed us to do, I mean, we used that that one area for the kids. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We used, we used a, it every Sunday. Major closet for the... for the Major closet. Uh, nursery. Remember that? We opened up, up oh, a nursery downstairs. The nursery. And then upstairs in the loft. The loft, yeah. We, so, uh, we yeah. had our young people and classes See, going on. See, it takes on. a village and a community <laughs> to was, do the things that you need It to was do. crazy. So anyway, I, I guess I'm just talking a lot more about that right now. Just the fact that as we're moving into this. this New season. Right. Some, I mean, you sometimes there is a waiting period. Like you think, okay, well, God, you, you brought us to this point and now we're still, we're like waiting. And it's in that waiting process that sometimes we just kind of like think that God forgot us or we made the wrong decision or this is never going to, or we kind of force the hand and kind of decide, okay, well I want action. So I'm going to make a decision now. And then you realize you shouldn't have. Well, and you pray that you don't, and I know we're not on the message right now, but that's That's why everyone loves us. Uh, (laughs) I think it's why they love you. Mm -hmm. Um, Hmm. But it's it's interesting to me there there are some people I think who are um just they're action oriented and I I do wonder if God just moves on their behalf or moves towards them because they are constantly just stepping out in faith um because yeah we you worry that you know well is the timing right um and from an economic standpoint when we first put the church up for sale we went into an immediate recession. So the for sale sign stood there for like five years um, before we sold the building because we were in the midst of an economic, you know. And and it's kind of the same for this time period. Um, the economy is not the greatest, and it's just kind of like, man, do we really want to step into this? But you just, you know, you feel like God has kind of nudged in this direction. He's opened some doors. Um, and for those of you that are not a part of our church, um, 
we're jumping into a capital <clears throat> campaign because we still have 10,000 square feet on this building <clears throat> that has yet to be renovated. Um, yeah, so we started, been, or you guys did an awesome job. It smells oh, so were, much better right down there. Yeah. We had so many people here this past weekend for a work day and they worked hard. They cleared out so much stuff, filled two dumpsters worth. And, um, so yeah, we're starting, we're making moves in that area. Then unfortunately just maintenance when you have a building and property like this, we got to redo the parking lot. It's just time and it's major money. But then the other thing is we're trying to get out into the community and Eric, Mm-hmm. our son-in-law and mm-hmm. Kaylee, our daughter, uh, they really are spearheading that effort. Right. And they want to put in uh, place another campus that would offer a different time period, but also they want to coincide it with a coffee shop. Mm-hmm. And so that's the capital campaign that we're in. So the series is greater things, but the capital campaign is so greater things. So we're progressing. We're taking so we're, one step at a time. Exactly. Moving. We think this is the direction, but you never know what God may exactly. decide. So we talked about um, Matthew 14, where Jesus fed the 5,000. Yep. And you said we, um, you brought out the, you wanted us all to highlight the word only. Yep. Yep. We only have five loaves of bread and two fish. Yeah. So imagine the disciples, you know, they're discussing this and it's getting late. I mean, every edition that you read, whether it's uh, Matthew, Luke, John. They had been there all day. Yeah. it's uh, They're all saying, it's been going on a while. Jesus has been teaching. Jesus has been healing. It's been awesome. Mm-hmm. But I just hungry. have a feeling that the disciples are like, when are we going to eat? <laughs> yeah. But they know we can't eat until we get rid of these people. So they go to Jesus and they're like, hey, we need to send these people away. And Jesus says, you feed them. Um, and he's, I think that he's actually inviting them at that point in time to be part of the process. Sure. So, but, uh, also interesting though, in this story is the first part of it that we talked about was, um, that it says that upon hearing the news, what he heard, heard. what he heard was that John the Baptist, his cousin had been killed by verse 13. And so it says, Jesus got in a boat and he wanted to get away. Right. And so we talked about just giving yourself some space. Some space. Yeah. And create it if necessary. Yeah. I'm all about that. Yeah. I love to have some space. You love I'm an some only space. child though. You know, so if I don't have some space to myself, I start getting really like I can't. Like I just can't. Like I need to go. Well, and it's like, easier for some people I'm than out. others. Check me back in about three hours. Like I have to. So it's easier for some. It's easier for some to live in that. It's easier for some to create that. Mm-hmm. Extroverts probably have a more difficult time with that. Um, introverts maybe have an easier time. But at the same time, what we said at the end of that was, yes, there were always times when Jesus was creating space. He created space for he and his just his disciples, just his followers. He created space sometimes with just three of them. Mm-hmm. But he also, the scripture says many times in the Gospels that he would go off by himself. Right. And um, I totally love that part. Um, so, <laughs> you, okay, but he didn't live there. But you, you, I know we're going there. You can't live. You can't live there. Right. Anyway, um, designate so schedule a time in your day or week for your own space, and then communicate. Let family or friends know that you're doing it. Yeah, Whitney does that. Great. And with then us. appreciate God know, you know? for who He is and who you are. Yeah. When you create that space, use it as an opportunity. There's no doubt that Jesus, every time he created space and he was moving towards a little bit of isolation, he was doing it so he could get along with his father. And it's a great Okay, so here I'm going to poke the bear. 
because I was at the dentist this morning and I'm sitting there and I'm waiting for the dentist to come in. And as I'm sitting there, I'm thinking, there's nothing happening. Like I'm looking out the window. I'm seeing, I see the, you know, like you can see the, you can't see the wind, but you can see the evidence of the wind because the trees are blowing. And then all of a sudden I'm just start thinking, it's like, I should go grab my phone. And it's like, no, don't go grab your phone. I start having this like tension, like. Where was your phone? It was in my purse hanging on the hook. Oh. But it's like, do, are we promoting this with our kids? Like we, screens are everywhere. Oh, everywhere. So like how, how are we teaching if we can't handle it? Like if, if we all of a sudden are sitting there and it's like, okay, I'm not doing anything. I need to be doing something. Like if we can't make a mental note to be like some think about something spiritual like god is in the wind or something like here's i have this time i can be praying i can be i have plenty of people i can be praying for so are we creating that for our kids because i really think that everybody is just they don't want constant movements no so no. if you're talking about giving yourself space, it's like, I don't think people know what to do with space. And scripture says, be still and know that I am God. Yeah. And it's How almost do you know that, that if you're not, you don't let yourself still. be still? Yeah. I think that's like, I yeah, think I we agree. need to do like hashtag be still. And even when we're still, we're watching TV or looking at our phone or whatever. Yeah, that's not, not it. There's not just a be still moment. There's not too much of that. No. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's part of. Give yourself some space, space, but you need to know how to do that. How to do it. And yeah. you've got to be able to, you have to, you have to teach your kids to be okay in that. Like that's, yeah. I don't know. Yep. I don't know. I'm not meddling here. Number two, um, give to God what you have. Give to God what you have. So that goes back to the phrase we only have. And so um, I think I threw James under the bus because I was just trying to tell a story. But the truth is, yeah. I believe I scripture says it was like you Andrew. Heaven that actually oh. got the little boy's lunch. And so he found a little boy that had lunch, and then he they bring that to Jesus. Now, do they bring that to Jesus because they really think he's going to do something with it, or are they bringing it to Jesus saying, this is all we've got, so you really need to send these people home so they can get their own food? Mm-hmm. That's what I think. I mean, I think they were showing him, this is all we've come up with, mm-hmm. not from the standpoint of what can we you do with this. We don't have But, yeah, we don't have like, anything. Do you see all these billions of people? Yeah. yeah, so we only have this, and yet only is the only word that Jesus never responds to. Oh. And um, so he takes so the say, only say, so, and yeah. makes it abundantly. You said something, our only in his hands is... Equals abundantly, right? No, you said it's more than enough. You don't remember saying that? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, What? <laughs> I swear I'm writing things down after, right after you say it. So, yeah, so you were in the moment, apparently. Our only in his hands is more than enough. And you talked about a near-death experience, NDE. I'm not sure how that fit into everything. Um, because uh, I think I made that step. Yeah, I went and saw this, this movie, um, and... It was about people who had had near-death experiences. I went and saw it because I didn't, I didn't think you'd like it, and you were out of town. So I thought, I want to go see this. And it actually was from a Christian perspective. It was incredibly mm-hmm. interesting. But one of the experiences was this guy had a near-death experience, 
feels like he experienced both hell and heaven and God giving him one more opportunity and basically saying to this atheist, you are supposed to go back and love the people you're with. Yeah. And he, it changed his life. He retired, uh, resigned from his position as a tenured professor at a university. He became, uh, uh, went to college, seminary, whatever again, and became a pastor and has spent his life, um, endeavoring to do that. And I guess the reason I mentioned it is because Jesus saw the huge crowd and he had compassion on them. Give to God what you have. And immediately Jesus gives out of a heart of compassion. Yeah. And so we should pray, pray for more love. If I mean, I think if you're running out of natural, like you just like you realize you're not really being the most loveliest of people, perhaps you need to pray for more love for the people in your family, like sometimes you just need more love for your family. Sometimes you need more love for the people you work you with. You work with, yeah. Um, and that love is un, you know, fountain runs free of love with when it comes to Christ. So, yeah. Okay, we need to kind of roll around here, along. Um, Jesus valued people. You talked about. Yep. And investing leads to influence. What did you say? Investing leads to influence, which leads to impact or something. Yeah. Do you remember that? I do. Um, what are you doing over there? Investing leads to influence oh. and influence leads to impact. Oh, that's how I did not That know. went along with point number three, mm-hmm. which was give away um, from what God gives back. Give away what God gives back. Right. That's when multiplication takes place. We don't give to get. Right. But when we actually give away what God has given to us, he's able to multiply that. I don't think it's coincidence that there were 12 basketfuls left over. Right. They brought him their only. And then each of them had their own basketful. And then he said, you pass it out. Mm -hmm. You give this out. And yeah, then they, they come away and each one has a basket. There's a huge lesson in there. And you said something about the miracle did not occur in the it master's hands? It did not hands. occur in Jesus' hands. The miracle occurred in the disciples' hands after they gave it to Jesus. So, And I don't know what I was thinking. I mean, I just I just thought that was an incredible point that I, I had not comprehended before. I guess I just thought, you know, Jesus broke the bread, he broke the fish, and then he just kept handing it out or something or, you know, delivering more. But no, actually, John says in John chapter 6, Jesus took the barley loaves and the fish, gave thanks to God. He then gave it to the disciples to distribute to the people. Miraculously, the food multiplied with everyone eating as much as they wanted. Mm -hmm. The food multiplied in the disciples' hands Mm -hmm. after they gave it to Jesus and he gave it back to them. Then as they gave it away, it multiplied. Right. And so then the whole thought about what am I trying to hold on to yeah. that I don't want to let go. Yeah. Uh, and, and I think we talked about uh, the illustration. One of the illustrations we used was Moses. He had a rod. And and God said, throw the rod down at the burning bush. You know, he's trying to convince Moses he needs to go back to Egypt. And Egypt's trying to convince God, uh, you need to pick somebody else. And so God says, throw your staff down. And I just, I'm thinking Moses is like, wait a second. Why do I want to do that? The fire's going to consume it or something. This is all I got. 
but he throws it down. It becomes a snake. He probably jumps back a little bit. God says, grab it by the tail. He does. It becomes a staff again. And then God uses that. And it says later in chapter 4 of Exodus that Moses packed up his family and the rod of God. Mm. It had changed ownership. Mm. It was no longer the shepherd's staff for Moses. It was God's rod that he would use in Moses' hand. So where did it go? To make such a difference. Who, 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 who dropped the ball? It. Who got it? Yeah. How come they didn't hand that Why don't down? we still have it around now? I don't know. Maybe they do somewhere over there. I, I don't, don't know. know. Okay. Well. I don't know. Anyway. Um, and then you talked about, you quoted from Jim Elliott. Yeah, that was the final point. Because um, we need to move. He is it. no fool who gives what he cannot keep to gain what he cannot lose. Mm-hmm. He said that. The, well, part of the reason that it caught me is because I got something on it yesterday that he had said that actually 74 years ago, October 28th, was when he wrote that in his journal. Mm-hmm. He is no fool who gives what he cannot keep to gain what he cannot lose. And uh, so, yeah, it's just, you know, what what are we hanging on to that we're not going to be able to keep forever? Um, and if we give it to God, it can become something even that the we smallest. never lose. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and a lot of times we look at that from a money standpoint, and that's true. Jesus said, you know, where your treasure is, that's where I'm going to find your heart. But the same, it goes the same thing that you said about love. You know, uh, how much are we loving people? Mm-hmm. How much are we expressing the joy that Jesus said, I want to be overflowing? Pouring in your value life? into people. Pouring value. Being a person of peace mm-hmm. in a world of disgruntled and angry and complaining. And so I think all of those attributes, all of those fruits of the Spirit are also resources that we can ask God for more of so mm-hmm. that we can, um, as as we exhibit those, we add value to people. And let me close by, there's a prayer that Elizabeth Elliot, she passed away in 2015, by the way. Mm. This is the wife of Jim Elliot. Yeah. And her prayer, teach me in all of today's work and trouble and joy to respond with honest praise, simple trust, and instant obedience that my life may be in truth a living sacrifice by the power of your Holy Spirit in the name of your son, Jesus Christ, my master and my all. Amen. Wow. And that was, I just, I kind of want to piggyback on I mean, they must have been two amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, two amazing people. An amazing couple. And she, well, they were both amazing. But, I mean, for her to actually go back. I mean, she had to live a long time without him. Oh, yeah. If she just passed away in 2015, I mean, that was. Well, and she did did remarry. Did she? Yeah. Why would a person want to remarry? That is how you're going to end this oh, podcast. Why not? Oh my god! We goodness. all think about that once it's in a while. Been Come a on. Joy. Come on. Hey, I, thank I you pray for. That I, I pray every day that I would learn to love you more. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> all right. I do love you. And I love you. You have to, right? And we've had a good time. Yes. So. 
Hey, right. appreciate you listening. Well, thank you for listening to us. Yeah. We appreciate you all. And if you were out there and you were part of the whole cleaning out of the the West Wing. The West Wing. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you so much. Very, thank very much you so much. It, it so smells so much better. Don't forget to hit subscribe and uh, we'll look forward to talking to you next week. Yes. Have a good one. Peace out.